This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's Emerging Emerging Podcast Podcast Scene. scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. We have to go a little bit earlier today as Lima and I are actually headed out to Extend after the Mm -hmm. podcast. So instead of extending the podcast today... We are shortening the podcast to head to Extend, which is odd, but here we are. It is, yes. But go to Extend Technologies. You're going to be blown away. 6,500 square feet of brilliance, folks. Tone. Anthony? Yes, sir. Will you care to bring up the thing you saw, the little sports story you saw? Uh, because you wanted to ask me a question Tuesday about this. It has to do with tickets. So I'm enamored with things that kind of pop up. You know, we've talked about pickleball over the years, over the last two years, like these things that get really hot in sports. That we always joke, it's like, oh, soccer and lacrosse and this and that. They're going to become the fastest growing this. And then kids are going to be doing it and kids are going to be into it. And it's going to change your viewing habits. Um, you know, for the longest time, it was UFC versus boxing. And now we've, we've obviously, we've know, we know who is uh, who's standing the test of time there. The next thing, the next big it thing was Formula One. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we talked a little about Formula One last year. Yeah. A lot of it was fueled, so to speak, because of the Netflix show, correct, Kenny? Uh, and their attempt to broaden the fan base here in the United States, mm-hmm. see if maybe this would be an apt competitor to NASCAR, even though you're going after two totally different demographics. Is mm-hmm. that fair to say? I don't think they're I don't think they're uh competitors, oh. but either way. Okay. Well, are there people that like both? Uh, actually, there's very few. It usually, it becomes a great big argument between the two, of uh, who who you know who likes what and things like that. Mm-hmm. I actually like both. I uh, now I, I would say I guess historically yes, I'm a much bigger NASCAR fan than I am F1, but I do like both. But there are very few of us out there. And do you do you think the net the Netflix special has actually helped F1 as far as yes, yeah. as general interest and general. I mean, it's having it's what the kids say having a moment. Uh, that's what uh, that's what F1 is having, and I with the ticket prices that you're about to bring up to me, I think we have to discuss this or whether or not the moment's going away for uh, F1 because last year they were definitely and over the last couple of years I would say they're having a moment. the The Netflix specials got a lot of people in on it um, because I, I've brought this up before. In America, we love hard scrabble stories. But we also love movie stars. We also love very elite people. And uh, F1 These drivers are rock stars, are they not? They they are very elite people. Uh, They they make no mistake about it. They are not not like the old hard scrabble NASCAR drivers. And that's, I think, where NASCAR has found a problem. Um, 
these are men in, in F1 who come from also great wealth. Uh, their parents have done well in, in business, and they're able to finance a racing career for their children and for their sons. Well, in NASCAR, basically the same thing goes. But for whatever, for, for a lot of reasons, not whatever reason, but for a lot of reasons, it translates to F1. It just does not for NASCAR. And I think because... F1 has always been seen as the racing the racing for the kings. I mean, it's always been pretty glamorous. It's they've always been at Monaco. They've always been yeah, something the, that has been the pretty grand. Regal. Yeah, the grand yes. cities that they race yes. in. Yes. And for NASCAR, NASCAR is cut a hole in the dirt in the mm. out, out next to a cornfield and put some stands up and then becoming what it is. And I think that people there's a lot of people who a are looking more towards F1 uh, because you know people like people have a shorter attention span and they like things that are are trendy and that's always been the way it has been over the last forty years and uh, B they've also struggled to hold on to their to their core audience and some of the core audience I wish would go away but uh, but they they struggle to hold on to the core audience there with NASCAR so there NASCAR is in a is in a flux right now, and I think is having a bit of an identity crisis. And they're, they're trying to power through it, but that's what I think NASCAR is going through here. All right, so this year was going to be history in the United States. Two Formula One races. Is there another one? One in Miami and one in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, So they yes. were picking sexy cities, international cities. Yes. To... They also have one in Canada. Where in they have Canada? Grand Prix of Canada in Toronto. Oh, okay. So... They're Those trying the to Mexican broaden their horizons into North Mex to North America, yeah. and they want to grow the sport, just like the NBA wants to grow, just like the NFL wants to grow. Yeah, they want to grow the sport. They know that more eyeballs uh, make it something that United States people care about. They're seeing the ratings on Netflix and how many people got behind uh, that series. Why am I having a brain fart if they went to Austin this year? I'd have to check that. I'm oh, not, okay. I'm not remembering it. I mean, I, they have they might have went there in the past. They though. have the Circuit of the Americas in Austin. Go ahead. Okay, Sorry. so. This story has come out in really the last week. Ticket prices, Dateline, uh, New York, CNN. Ticket prices continue to decline sharply for Formula One Grand Prix in Las Vegas, even as a highly anticipated event set to rev up the engines in just one day. Since last week, prices have dropped 23%, falling below $1,000, the current get-in price, uh, now hovering around $800. Originally, they were north of two grand. So what happened was everybody, the ticket people, the people that, and I've I've just never had the energy to do something like this, Kenny. Mm -hmm. We've been around sports our whole life. We know people that do this stuff. I've just never had the energy, the wherewithal, the entrepreneurial spirit to try to make money off tickets. But the minute the tickets became available, and you're seeing it with the uh, Savannah Bananas, by the way, the minute the tickets became available for the it's Formula true. One race in Vegas, it was like, holy cow, most expensive ticket for anything except maybe the Super Bowl. And there were going to be hospitality packages, VIP packages that were going to be north of $100,000, right? So they were going to make this also, you're thinking, well, how are they going to do this? If it's going to be on the strip and they're racing on the strip, how the hell are they going to have a monopoly over the seats and who can yeah, watch I, it? I wonder how that's going to be enforced. Uh, double A, I can tell you how, <laughs> because I got strip. boots on the ground. They have tinted the windows or they've like... Put the you know the fake snow that they'll put on mm -hmm. windows. It looks like well, it's wasn't so, there an they're over doing that 
everywhere. You know, you can yeah. see the strip from a lot of places. Well, there's that you a pedestrian bridge that they did that, and people just picked it off. Yeah, they start picking with it their off. Hands, yeah, because they're like, uh, "It's Vegas. We're allowed to stand wherever we want." Mm-hmm. So they have done everything they can to drive up the ticket prices, and it's going the complete opposite way as they are plummeting. And I just talked to somebody, our server yesterday at a restaurant in Strongsville. He said he was going to Vegas for the sole purpose of this F1 race. And he was going to see Martin Garrix. He was going to go do the clubbing thing. I'm like, this sounds like the most expensive Vegas trip ever. And I, I told him, wait, don't buy your foot. He does not have an F1 ticket right now. I said, you don't need one. Wait. People are going to be walking around in the hotel lobbies trying to get rid of these things. I mean, it's going to be triple digits before this is all said and done. You're going to be able to get a ticket for like 500 bucks. People can't, they have to unload them. They can't, yeah. they can't just hang on to these tickets that they purchased yeah. more than $2,000. I mean, they You'd rather thought, get something than, than take a bath. Yes. I mean, yes. you're going to take a bath anyway. You, you'd rather take yeah, a bath than have a complete washout, yes. I guess you would say. Right, it says several factors contributing to the drop. According to TickPick CEO Brett Goldberg, including the fact Red Bull driver Max Verstappen, uh-huh. Uh, won this year's championship already. So what, the championship, so the race doesn't matter? So they do things the old-style way. Na- and, and by the way, NASCAR's been criticized for this because the, you know, they have a playoff system, and it's always based to, to get up to the final race and have a lead-up to it. Because now it's rare where another driver will win the championship while another r- driver will win the race. Gotcha. And you have like yes. that weird... It's it, NASCAR it was always that way. You would have That's a driver... That's the Tour de France. Yeah, you would have a driver win a France. race, and you would basically have like... Two victory lanes in wherever track that they were at, um, but historically the one of the greatest races ever held in NASCAR, the 1992, was it who? No, Atlanta Journal 500, I think it was. It was at Atlanta anyway. Might have been the Hooters 500, and uh, it there was three three cars going in that had a chance to win it. And it was a great duel and everything like that. Alan Kowicki ended up winning. But um, I'm going on too much about that. Yeah, when you don't have a champ, when you already have a champion that's crowned. That takes some of the fever out where it's like, do but, I really want to spend $2,000 on this? That's why people were going was to see a champion crowned. I thought they were going to see it because of the spectacle well, if, of Formula if One. Browns, Look at, was it didn't NASCAR in Chicago? And they got bad weather for it, unfortunately, right? Yeah. But the whole point was not to see who won the race. You they, pick, the, the drivers were going 60 miles an hour. But, that, but it was that was a new thing for NASCAR. And a lot of people went, and there was, a lot of, uh, there was certainly a lot of uh, good television ratings out of it. But that was early in the season, where yeah, you just want to, you do want to see who wins the race. You do NASCAR fans want to see who wins the race. I posted it. Um, I think in this, your hardcore fan. All right, are they really going to spend the two grand that's there? And the people who really have a passion for it, the people who are huge F one fans, Anthony, who are also wealthy, who want to be seen, are they going to come over here? And go to Las Vegas when there's already mm-hmm. been a champion crown? Maybe some. I'm not sure. Uh, it's you know, there's also still be... a lot of things about, the F, about F1, whereas I, I've watched it for years and years. There's still some things that I, I don't know about. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, do you know what the temperature right now in Las Vegas is? I'm going to guess 52 degrees. It's 57. Mm. It's going to get up to 65. This is, this is the danger with Vegas oh. in November, December, January. You never truly know. I mean, the only place you're good year-round in this country is San Diego and Los Angeles and certain parts of Los Angeles. You just don't know. You're in November, and you, the, that means the pools are done. Did you're you not hear, going to the pools. Be, speaking of, did you see uh, the t- totally different the ticket deal they have for the Hurricanes this weekend? No. Miami Hurricane tickets. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on who they're playing this weekend. Kane tickets. 
Buy one, get two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Free. That is a sad state of affairs, ladies and gentlemen. My, oh. Miami Hurricanes, multiple-time national champions. I, I cannot remember who they're playing, but I saw it. Someone look it up. Double A somebody, please. Multiple-time national champions. The, the 80s, Jimmy Johnson, Michael Irvin. You guys know how far I'm going to go with this. Buy one, get two free. Go ahead. They need this for the 10th rank Louisville? Louisville Cardinals. Holy yeah, thank cow. you very they much. Louisville. Louisville? Yeah. Louisville Cardinals. <laughs> wow. With, uh, with, with Jeff Brom. The weather right now, I guess, is horrific down in Miami. It's supposed to rain today and tomorrow. Oh. And then on Saturday, it's supposed to be nice. And it's like, well, twelve o'clock kickoff Saturday. They need uh, they they got to get out of there, out of that stadium. <laughs> oh my God, it's they all rain. They just got to get out of that stadium. Yeah. I don't know what's happened. I mean, that place was a bonkers festival when it was in Little Havana, when it was the Miami Orange Bowl, mm-hmm. and now obviously the the Marlins Stadium is there. So I don't know what they're going to do unless they can play football in Marlins Stadium or something like that and get back to it, or just go to Coral Gables and put a stadium there and do whatever. Because I've, I've I've been. To Dolphin Stadium, I've, I've been I've, Hard Rock. I think it's called. Yeah. I've been there, and it, it like I just had no idea of the geography of what it was to get out there from Miami. And I'm going, geez, it's like a the pain only in the ass. The only equivalent, I'm telling you, like there's I didn't again. I, it was the one and only time I've been there. It felt like there was no good way to get out there. I wanted to see it. Wanted to be in the stadium. There was no good way to get out there, and it felt like the the equivalent, I would say, is from downtown Cleveland to, I mean, it felt like it took as long to get to Sandusky from downtown Miami, Florida. Kenny, the last time they had the Super Bowl in Miami, I was down there, remember? Uh, it took people like three hours to get out of the parking lot. It was, at the Super oh Bowl. my God, it was, it was just a mess. And then you had another... Hour, hour and a half to get down to South and, Beach. And you're going, like, I didn't think, like, I didn't find a highway. Someone's, someone from down there is going to be like, oh, uh, Ken, well, I'm sorry. I didn't find it. I ended up going through neighborhoods, <laughs> and there, it felt like every 100 feet there was a effing light on that grid, and it's taking forever and ever. And Liz was starting to get annoyed, like, 
are we going to get here or what are we doing? I didn't even want to go here in the first place. <laughs> like it was Boy, that is an anxiety. That is an anxiety that you do your whole life you try to navigate and go places when it's not going to be that. Yep. And when you're actually stuck in that kind of a traffic, there's nobody telling you or reassuring you that it's ever going to get better. So you are sitting there and you can have your Waze app on, you can have Google will sometimes uh, implement some of the traffic stuff. They raced. Oh, go ahead. And, and you will sit there and you will go, Yeah. I don't know what to do. There's no good move. No one is holding my hand and helping me with this. Mm-hmm. We just have to accept that this could take hours. And your gas tank is always running oh, empty and oh, you got to pee. Of they course, raced, every time. They raced that in Miami and it was it was such a great novelty because you saw some of the stuff and there were boats there. And oh, so people, that's cool. like it's the same thing in Monaco. People will pull up their, not boats, I'm talking yachts. Yachts, yeah. People will pull up their yachts. And be next to it, and then people just they th- there's people who go and they just get binoculars out and see what movie stars like Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, that's cool. on a yacht in the whatever bay that is while that's going on. I mean that is an experience mm. that I can't I, I we can't duplicate here in the states. <laughs> right. with, with, at La, I mean you can say whatever you want to about Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Now we do have the uh, the Cleveland Grand Prix. Uh, I don't know what the oh I. I, t- I have made it abundantly clear I will sit on any committee and dedicate time to try to bring the Cleveland Grand Prix back mm-hmm. or a NASCAR race the Burke Lakefront Airport. If they're trying different things, let's bring it here. Um, they also did race at Austin earlier this year, I think uh, about a month or two ago. Um, somebody brought that up. I'm not sure if, if F1 is going past its moment. Like everything has – I remember poker was big. And it got really, really big, and now it's kind of gone back to what poker was yeah. before. We're like, you kind of got to find it. I remember before it was jammed. Yeah, so down everything kind of has its its yeah. waves. I would I would argue the UFC does Billiards have with Jeanette Lee. Yeah, I, I would like the UFC. It had it had its moment, and then it had it had kind of a problem. It still gets huge. It has a following. Don't get me yes. wrong. But the UFC, it's kind of topped out. I don't know that the UFC I, is going to get bigger than it is right but now. But I think there's in this country. What, that, what I think they've done that is smart, and I, I think that Dana White is a very controversial figure, obviously, mm-hmm. and I certainly don't agree with everything that he says. But what he's done, what except the, politically, what of they've done well. Stop it. What they've done well <laughs> is. I've actually watched him speak of the RNC. I forgot that. <laughs> That's right. When we went, yeah. Um, what they've done well is they they've done their best to make it look as legitimate as possible where, you know, boxing, Hey, I, I, novelty and, fight after novelty. One of fight. the things, yes, it's become a bunch of novelty fights where it's almost like it's not a real sport. And the ones I hate saying that cause there's people out there who probably listen to this who do take boxing very seriously, yeah. but the ones that get everybody in, it's a novelty where I think you still have a legitimate situation in, in UFC, but they hold it in different places. Like now they're going to have one at the sphere. In Vegas, mm. which is a different venue, like they they do it in different places, but it's still seen as a legitimate. Two men get in the ring, two women get in the ring, and they they duke it out and fight and wrestle and and do everything that's MMA. And I I think that people do want to believe legitimacy. And when you take away the legitimacy of it, and and you've done everything you can to take away the legitimacy of it for the last forty years, then it hurts that product. I'm sorry, I'm going to say this about wrestling. It's the same thing. When you see people look at old videos, like there was a video of Terry Funk and Ric Flair and an hour-long blood brawl, and the the arena is, it's standing room only. 
I mean, the place is effing packed. I think it was in Baltimore. The place is packed. And I saw this online just the other day because I thought it was weird because, you know, the Browns were playing the Ravens. And the place is packed. And I'm going, you know, I think everybody in there kind of probably – it is the 80s. There's definitely some people in there who kind of know what this is. But they, they want to suspend their belief. And I think the reason is is because the wrestlers themselves would not let you believe that it was it was choreographed. They they presented it. Now it's like this big wink, wink, nod, nod. We're all in on the act together. And it's like, well, regular people are not going to – people want to see magic tricks. They don't want to know how the magic's done. Mm-hmm. They want to be surprised. And I think it's the same way with, with boxing where, I mean, you're bringing in these basketball players to fight Logan Paul. And you're bringing in these other guys. And, like, hey, I can Because it's at, the only thing that sells tickets. Yeah. And me as a and person who, who enjoys sports – I look at Logan Paul and I go, all right, you know what? I can say what I want to, and I did before, but I'm like, this guy's obviously an athlete. He obviously knows what he's doing. He, he can he can draw a crowd. He can draw people. I, I I used to be a hater. I can't. I'm not a lover, but I can certainly accept him as a legitimate sportsman anymore. That's fine. But I think a lot of people are just like, eh, whatever. And so I think that that hurts. If you hurt the legitimacy of it, that's why the NFL is doing what it does when they find out the guys gambled. I mean, they cannot. Because they know they have a they have they've always had a bad enough problem for 60, 70 years with people saying the NFL is rigged, and they know that, and they know that if they question the legitimacy of the sport, it's going to cost them revenue. People want to believe what they're seeing is real, and so they make sure what you're seeing is real. Now, again, I always think that they bend and twist things mm-hmm. to hopefully put things where they want them. But I also do believe that hey, you got it. It's between the lines. You got to line this up and play. Where I, I just don't know if you're getting that with the other one. Well, well, you, so Double A has. A I'm point sorry, out. real quick. But in those sports that you mentioned too, you want characters, right? Yes. You you want to be able to invest in the characters. Like right now in boxing, the only character are the Paul brothers. Like those are the people that we know. Yeah. Like we don't. And I think. And I'll say this: as somebody who watches wrestling every week now, I think there's a major issue with people who want to say, oh, I have the best match, the best match. That takes out the legitimacy of it. Like, if you're actually watching, you care more about the characters as opposed to, oh, who has a five-star match. Like, that's not, that should not be a part of the story. It's wins and losses. And I think that's what you talked about in the 80s, Ken. Mm -hmm. They weren't talking about, Rick Flair didn't go out there and say, "Hey, I had a five-star match." <laughs> He's just no. he, he played his character yes. and wrestled. And I people want to believe what they're seeing and they want to believe it's legitimate. People still go to movies, why? You're giving me a story. And they your heart still pumps during action movies even though you know that this is just an act and it's going to mm-hmm. end and and that's it, but you want to be engrossed in a story. And I still think that gets people. Like it's almost the Jackie Treehorn, the brain is the most erogenous zone. They want to believe something. They want to see it. And, like, people always bring up gambling, 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 gambling. Yeah, that's part of it. But I still think people who are the the vast majority of Americans and people in general, they want to be told a story. So where does F1 come into that? Well, I, I think F1 is kind of going back to what it was before. And they might have overextended themselves here in the States where people still like to see if they do like auto racing, they still like to see stock cars. I don't think there is in on F1. Um, I mean, I, I think it's a trendy thing. I think it's a fun thing. But also, it is an extremely 
expensive enterprise. And so you can make this, you can try to quote unquote make it accessible. It is always going to be for the upper 1%. And that's just the way it's always going to be. There is no, there's no, there's no masters, I guess, of, Hey, I got a badge and I could, I I got down to Augusta and I can't believe this moment. I get to go watch him practice and I'm going to like, no, that's Monaco. You have to you have to save a person from Canton, Ohio has to save all their life yeah. if they really want to go to a Monaco Grand Prix because it's for the one percent and one percent only. And when your base is that, obviously the interest is going to wane after time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I was going to ask. Just you know what what I know we got to go. The boom is going to wane after time. I, I know we got to go, but like prices, you know, the most expensive ticket, you know, most people will ever buy. Maybe it is going to a Browns game and sitting in good seats. Maybe it is the Masters to be fortunate enough to be able to go down there and you don't win the lottery, so you, you have to actually find a badge and pay somebody that uh, is a broker of sorts, and, and you have to cough up so much money, and then it's flying down in hotels. Like the people that went to Vegas that wanted to do this Formula One thing, you had to put up with exceedingly high hotel rooms, the airplane, the travel, and then getting there and the amount of money you're going to spend in Vegas and yeah. gamble away, it's the most expensive trip you can take. It's the sports version of a bag. My wife, this is the thing they sell to you. Oh, it's an heirloom. It, it gets passed through, and it's like, no, it doesn't. But anyway, you know, anybody can buy a purse. You buy a certain brand because it's expensive. And anybody can watch racing on television. You go to an F1 race because it's expensive. And I think that when, again, your base is the 1%, the elite, you can enjoy a boom, but eventually dollars and cents are going to make make up for it. And it's always going to be one of the most expensive enterprises out there. So there you go. I wish we had more time. We don't. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with the Emerging Podcast scene presented by Extend Technologies. I can't believe we're ending this podcast this way. Do you have anything else to add before we go? Please, a one-liner to, to send us off to play us out, if you will. No, nothing. Off we go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.